Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast. I'm your host, Asa Smith. You are listening to the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. Uh, today, we've got a great show for you. We have co-host slash regular guest slash guy who I talk to more often than anyone else, Greg Sardarian, uh, to talk about the last day of the Premier League uh, that happened. And uh, we've got special guest Angus to talk about college football with a vague focus on the University of Michigan. Um, Today's episode is brought to you in part by Smith Workforce Management Group. Uh, For all of your small business HR and employment law needs, check out Smith Workforce Management Group at smithworkforce.com. So let's uh, let's get right off to the races with uh, with our good friend Greg. To take uh, the top of this recording to apologize to uh, basically everybody for having to deal with a double dipping of Greg today. Uh, yeah. I mean, you'll that's that. See, that's the bad news is that you're coming on and letting them know immediately that segment number two is, is actually the segment, same as segment number one. Uh, wait, which one's segment number two, football or football? Uh, segment number two is always football. Segment number one is always football. Uh, okay. Welcome. So at, least, at least segment two has more, uh, you know, soul this week. Yeah. Welcome to our production meeting. <laughs> As has been established, uh, there are production notes. I I don't read them. Uh, that that actually is correct. I put I put those together, and nobody reads them. It's great. <laughs> Especially uh, funny because I do get emails letting me know that you have to make changes to the production notes, and every single time I'm just like, cool, I can delete this. Awesome. Awesome work. <laughs> Uh, so for, for, for those of you who are, who are going to be with us in a little bit, uh, I put together like a massive spreadsheet of players for our U S men's national team draft that we're going to do after the nation's league. And I got a a text like immediately after from, from our guest today saying like, I'm not reading this. It's like, great. Thank you. That's helpful. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here to belittle the whole enterprise. 
Awesome. So um, we are, we're recording this on a Sunday afternoon. Um, Premier League is done. Um, Bundesliga is done. And we've got, I think we're, we're waiting on um, Syria and, and France for the, the conclusion of the year for, for leagues that matter. Right. Um, so obviously this morning, insane. I, I don't know exactly how much you watched. Of any yeah. So Peacock, I, I don't know if Peacock has this feature. I just couldn't figure it out. Um, I watched the basically six, uh, 60, 65, 75% of uh, Spurs Leicester because that one seemed like the most, um, I guess, interesting. The one with the most stakes going on uh, because yeah, Liverpool made it kind of obvious fairly or fairly early on what was going to happen. And uh, I mean, Chelsea Villa would have been a would have been a good one, but I thought Leicester Tottenham was going to give us better soccer, and I I feel like I ended up being correct. You were, you were. So uh, I watched I watched the entirety of of Spurs Leicester, and I had um I had like my phone sort of tuned to Chelsea Villa, um, just because I wanted to see I wanted to see our our large adult son cap and see how he did, and he got an assist, which is great. Which is what things that he does. I would just like to take this time to speak directly to uh, the president of NBC, who I know is a longtime listener of the pod. Uh, True. When you have a streaming service such as Peacock and you have a gift, let's just call it a gift, such as the last day of Premier League every year where they decide to play every single game at the same time, perhaps you should have some sort of feature, uh, much like a CBS or an ESPN, where you can watch more than one stream at a time. I mean, like, the, the, the insane thing is, like, the, the Golazo show or whatever they call it on CBS during Champions League is, like, yep. the best thing. It's, like, it's NFL Red Zone, right? Right, yeah. I thought, so I thought that um, Peacock has something called, that was, like, called, like, Chan- or, uh, Premier League Table or something like that, which I thought was going to be the same thing. And it's actually just all of those, like, puff pieces that they run on halftime when they when they can't have any more like discussion like today one of them was on the 2018-2019 Wolves season which was lovely but uh not not what I'm looking for at this moment in time and also we don't care about Wolves prior to the ascendance of Ono Tasawi who is injured unfortunately but you know that's why we care about Wolves here uh yes um so let's let's talk about about Spurs going to the worst division of Europe in the most insane way possible. And let's talk about Leicester going, what is it? Is this the third year in a row or the second year in a row in which they spent the majority of the year top four only to lose it to Liverpool on the last day? I think that was, so I think that's the third, um, it's the third time in a third year in a row where they've spent the majority of time in like a decent chance for champions league only to lose it. But I believe it is only the second year in a row where they lost it on the last day. And it's the second year in a row in which they lost it to Liverpool in the last day. Yeah, I, that's the same. Th- those were back-to-back years. I think, what was that? that would, the, so it would have been 2018-2019 season. Uh, they were there, like, the entire year and then, like, had a bad last four weeks and completely fell out of, I believe, Europe totally, not just Champions League, but I'm not positive on that. Yeah, um, but we, we do know for sure that two years in a row now, like Leicester had it on the final day. And then, I mean, what can only be like, I, we, I, I tweeted this out earlier and we were talking about it, but like it used to be in college football called Clemsoning where you're like, you're right there. Oh no. 
Um, and like, I, I think at, at a certain point we need to come up with a new phrase um, for Clemsoning. And, and I was, I proposed uh, Spursy no, because I'm self-deprecating, but like, what do, what do we got for Lester? Because like, this is too gacking it up on the final days and costing yourself like tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, well, I mean, so <laughs> I think Davo put a uh, rest to Clemsoning, you know, three yes. or four years ago, and we can finally we can finally retire that one. Um, I, I don't know if Spursing is the. I mean, Spurs Spursing no definitely makes sense in a certain context, but in terms of f- Foxing, that, that's neither actually of the, really yeah, good. Neither band. neither of their names really lends itself to something like this. I mean, because like Lestering is far too long and then like foxing or foxying just sounds uh vaguely sensual which i mean fine also there's a there's a really good band called foxing um that uh i have no association with so i'm not going to tell people to listen to them but they're pretty good i enjoy a couple of their songs which is important way to sneak a second ad read into the into the podcast oh i'm i'm I'm, I'm about to do like seven ad reads just like back to back it's like let me tell you about Microsoft Word. <laughs> I, it's, that's literally because there's Microsoft Word up in front of me. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I figured that one out. Thank you. Um, so so let's, let's talk a little bit about what I assume is the swan song for the, the Harry Kane era. Um, you know, last game, wins the golden boot. Uh, he got that, that one goal on a volley. Um, yep. That was really cool. It was, it was a great goal. And then, and then Gareth... Bale gets gets two and uh there was an own goal which wasn't I mean it was an own goal but it was it was on a corner it was weird um and it might have been a foul on Davidson Sanchez who had a foul earlier in the game which is why it was 2-1 to begin with actually you know what let's talk about Jamie Vardy getting two goals off of penalties um and how spursy that was until until they came back yeah I mean so that it, and Jamie Vardy is one of the best ones in the Premier League at, at potting penalties right yeah I mean, he's him got, and, like an insane percentage over the last five years. Like he's he pots like ninety percent of them or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Oh um, uh, yeah, that's a very Spursy way to go. Is that not only are you gonna lose you're gonna lose Europe on the last day of the season, but you're gonna lose Europe on the last day of the season to uh, two penalty goals. So it's not even really that you're necessarily not playing well. It's that you've made literally. We you can call them two or you can call it four because it but you made a minute number of mistakes that all happen to be at the worst possible time. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not going to blame Lloris for not saving penalties. You know, I, I, I know that there are like, there's a certain measure of fan who believes that you can like, that there's some skill involved in that. And there's like, I think there's like probably like a binary skill, either you can do it or you can't, but it's, it's a, it's a coin flip. It's luck. As far as I'm yeah. concerned. No, I, I'm actually a little bit, I don't know if this is a controversial opinion or not. I think that uh, penalty kicks are kind of dumb just because it's it's too easy. Like the the overall percentage of ones that are scored is like over 75% or something like that. Like you move it back another 10 yards and kind of try and make it a little bit more difficult. Like you're shooting from 15 yards out. I don't even, you're yeah. very close. Yeah. Well, it's actually, it, it, it reminds me of, um, a little bit of like the the extra point you know in 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 american football um where they where they were like okay like let's just move back i don't know actually if you remember this um it was it it was existent for like 30 seconds but um mls i think 
or or the proto MLS used to do uh, penalties like uh, a hockey penalty, where you'd get the ball at midfield and you had to dribble it up and score, and the like the goalie could come off the line and whatever. Um, and it was insane. Yeah, that's <laughs> that sounds nuts, especially because well, I don't even know how that would work because like. The, the net is so much bigger than your physical press. Like, it works in hockey because the goalie is basically the size of the net. Right. Maybe, I mean, there's a little bit of difference. But, like, even if you put a, even if you put the mountain uh, half door back there, like, he's only maybe a fourth of a net, probably, like, less, like a fifth of a net. Like, yeah. there's, there's a lot of space to put that in. So that's why I think the funniest possible way to do a penalty is, like, you have the goalie, you have the, the, the keeper who's like, no, 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 I'm going to sprint at this dude, make him nervous. <laughs> like, imagine like you have like, uh, you know, you, you like just like for the moment you put in um, like Holland at goal. You're like, Holland, you are going to sprint at this dude and just like spear him. I think but that would kind of be the right move, right? Because like, yeah. oh, because of all of the, it's not, it's not to scare him because that's just dumb. But like the angles thing, like you want to give him the lower or you want to give them the smallest possible angle they can in order to put it behind you and if you get up on top of them that's a smaller angle yeah absolutely i think that that's the the funniest possible way of doing this um so just to take a step back about and like looking at sort of the and we'll we can we can do sort of a full premier league review later or not it doesn't matter um but like you look at the the table and i think the thing that we both look at here and and are absolutely in love with is that um leads is top half with with uh football Halmuma um Marco Bielsa. And like uh yes, always a big fan of Bielsa, especially when he just decides to shit on Liga M or uh MX yeah. for just no apparent reason. Yeah, that, that, like uh, for those of you who don't know, um he was asked about Liga MX or Mexican players for some reason. And he just like went off on them. <laughs> and it was just like out of nowhere. You're like what wh- why? <laughs> Uh, also, in terms of uh, what we love about Leeds, um, just looking at this, like they have the fewest draws of anybody in the Premier League, which goes to our, and this is the third sport that we don't talk about often, but like you and I are both like true outcome baseball guys. Like we love true outcome because yeah. Adam Dunn is the funniest outcome of a baseball player. It's like <laughs> home run, walk, strikeout, don't care. Um, and Leeds has, has sort of done that in a football sense where it's like, no, no, we either win or we lose. We do not tie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the best, uh, even more so than in baseball. I think that's the best uh, way for a football team to go through the uh, campaign is just like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't want, I don't want to tie. We're either winning this, we're either going to win this by three goals or we're going to lose by three goals. I don't want anything in between. Which is precisely what, like, what I want as someone who's not even remotely, remotely associated with Leeds. Like, I don't care if Leeds is successful or not. Right. I want them to be stupid, and they are. They are right. dumb sport. Like, I don't. I don't conceptually have anything wrong with the ties, um, but that's only in games that like I really kind of care about. If I'm watching, like you're saying, like a Leeds or a Newcastle or something like where I don't really care about the outcome, like I don't want to watch those guys playing for a tie. I want to watch them just dive bombing, dive bombing counters, trying to put the ball in the in the net. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Like that's that's way funnier. Um, which is why we, we are pro Marco Bielsa. Uh, also, last thing I want to talk about, Arsenal. 
won their last five. Didn't finish above Spurs. Uh, didn't you? I got what they finished eighth. Yep. Congratulations, Arsenal. That's his best finish in like three years, something years. like that. So, yeah. congratulations to Arsenal. You are the fourth best club in in London. That's right. You are behind Chelsea. You are behind Tottenham, and you are behind West Ham. Uh, well, whether Tottenham is behind West Ham, that's not really our business. No, that's not the important part. The important part is Dan Kroenke can get fucked. Uh, in literally everything he owns. Yeah. Literally everything he owns, uh, he turns into something that fans hate. Um, including Walmart. Inc- Wait, does, <laughs> he doesn't own Walmart. He's the, that's how he has his money. He's a, he married a Walton. I did not know that. Um, yeah, Stan Kroenke isn't self-made. Stan Kroenke married a Walton and then started, like, used the seed money to start doing all of this shit. Uh, okay, so Stan Kroenke, the like seventh most important person associated with Walmart, uh, is the owner of the eighth most important club in in London, or eighth most important club. No, in no, no, no. Let's just stay with it. Just stay with it. Don't. Have it out. Yeah, we're we're really really big fans of uh, of Leighton Orient. They're a much more important London club, and therefore, <laughs> I have no idea if Leighton Orient is actually in London. Do you I know? Have no idea. That was a team. I'm just becoming aware of this now. Uh, the only reason I know is because Harry Kane sponsors their shirt, like personally. So their shirts just say Harry Kane? No, I think they, the, their shirts say like National Health Service Heroes, we salute you. But, oh, okay. But but as as paid for by Harry Kane. Right, yeah, yeah. That That's a lot less uh, selfish, narcissistic, whatever word you want to go with here. Like, yeah, I mean, we both know that if, say, I don't know, Jamie Vardy had enough money to sponsor a shirt, that shirt would say Jamie Vardy. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It would just say his bet for the day. <laughs> like Jamie Vardy, and then under it, it's like uh, Leeds minus two. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, no, the uh, one who would, the one. No, I'm sorry. The one who would put his name on the shirt would be uh, Ronaldo Cristiano. Yeah. So he would just. So he's gonna buy like I don't know the third tier Portugal uh, Lisbon team, and it's just gonna be sporting the sporting Ronaldos. I I think we both wanted that to happen with Wrexham. Um, I, I think yes. everybody who, who would listen to our to our show knows that, that Wrexham was bought by Mac from It's Always Sunny and uh, Ryan Reynolds, who, you know, is... I, I don't even know what... Like, what is he most famous for? It's not Van Wilder. Is it Deadpool? I think at this point, it's Deadpool. Well, actually, at this point, it's probably being married to Blake Lively. But, um, yeah. Yeah. At, I mean, <laughs> he just embodies who Deadpool and... Uh, Van Wilder and God, what was his name in waiting? Because uh, I feel like that was just him playing himself. I think that was him playing himself. Him playing himself, but with like maybe a little bit of exaggeration uh, with the underage thing because we're trying not to get sued today. Yeah, uh, that was a complete <laughs> that was a complete fabrication. But the sarcasm was all real. Uh, I think so. I think so. So w- what all we're saying is that we are following uh, Rexham very closely. And we just want them to be the Wrexham uh, It's Always Sunnies or the Wrexham Deadpools. <laughs> the Wrexham Birdwell. <laughs> the Wrexham Birdwell. Uh, all right. Well, uh, as always, very enlightening, Coach. Uh, we're going to bring in Angus in a minute, minute. So if you can stick with us, we will um, We will get him on the line. Uh, I will consider it but for you, not for Angus. That's for the best. Okay. <laughs> Dial him up.
How you doing, Coach? I'm doing great today, Coach. Do you know why I'm doing great? Tell me. Because I get to make podcasts with my friends using the Anchor app. It, and, well, you know, I, I get why that makes you happy, but certainly you have to pay for the Anchor app. You know, you'd be surprised to find out, completely free. Completely free. But they say nothing is free. Well, apparently podcasting with your friends can be through the Anchor app. Wow. Well, you know, I'm, I'm sure that it's like you got to have some like super complicated studio or editing software, right? You know, I can't say that confidently, but since you're the one that edits all of our podcasts, I'm fairly confident any moron can do it. Well, you know, any, any moron can do it because, again, I do it. Now, that doesn't mean that you can edit well. You can. I can't. I don't really know how to edit. But you can do it through the Anchor app. It supposedly makes it easy. You're just not that good at it. It's all right. And we, when we say you, we mean the royal you, listener. Not just you, Asa. Uh, or but, you, Greg. Right. Uh, and not just you, Greg, you, Greg, but you, Greg, Greg Burrell. Who, who I assume listens. Does, do, do we have confirmation that Greg Berhalter listens to the podcast? We have confirmation that a Greg listens to the podcast. Why do we need a second one? I mean, you certainly don't need an extra G. No, that's just, Greg. that's incredibly wrong. Um, but, you know, people listen to our, our podcast and they, they listen to it all over the place. So does that happen by magic? It, it might. I don't know how we got a Czech Republic listener. <laughs> Well, I think it's because the Anchor app distributes via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It does. It's very easy to find. I've been able to find it on at least two of those services. And, you know, isn't that what the whole point is? Spotify, Apple, Google. Are what more do you need than those three? Right. Our tech overlords have made it clear that that's what you need. So that's what you need. What do, what do you want? Um, so here's here's probably the biggest question. Um, it is well established that you get pray, paid in breakfast tacos. Yes. Um, but if somebody wanted to be paid in perhaps fiat currency, such as dollars or pesos, could they do that through the Anchor app? I don't personally understand why they would choose to do that. But yes, the Anchor app is willing to pay you in fiat currency instead of breakfast tacos, if you are so inclined. We're... we're we're just saying that if you wanted to trade your podcasting voice for fiat currency that would then be used to buy breakfast tacos, you could do that. That's your choice. Your uh, ideas intrigue me, and I would like to sub- subscribe to your podcast. And I can do so using Google, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Just go to Touchlines and Touchdowns and click that little follow button, and you'll hear from us twice a week, every week. Every week. Um, so it sounds like this podcast, which is very professionally done, is all done in one place through the Anchor app. It sure is, which makes bridging our four different time zones a hell of a lot easier. Sure does. So do, do you want to do you want to do the call to action or do you want me to do the call to action? Be my guest. <laughs> this is a professional podcast. So. Dear for listeners and friends, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Uh, do not put anchor.fm slash TLS underscore N underscore TDS um, because we don't get anything from it. So just go straight to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app. 
so you too can trade fiat currency for breakfast tacos. That's really the dream. All right, do I have you both? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Got us both. All right. Hola, como esta? Uh, we don't we don't know anything about Spanish other than football. But uh, Angus, welcome to the show. Uh, we are joined now by our resident Michigan football. I'm not going to say insider because I don't think you know anything more than anybody else. Is that correct? I I, I only know what I read on the internet. <laughs> That's great. That's wonderful. okay. So everything um, on the internet is true. So. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I see no flaws in any of this logic. Yeah, um, seriously. Okay, so so let's uh let's talk a little bit about uh, Michigan football, um, which admittedly I, I assume we're on what quarterback five in the last five years. Is that about correct? Uh yeah. If I'm thinking if I'm like counting in my head correctly, yeah. I think the only holdover was Spate, but then he got murdered by Purdue, so the the, the va- vaunted Purdue defense. <laughs> I don't know. If you can, no, I don't think it's fair to call all of them like single quarterbacks. Though we might be on like two and a half in five years. Just like each one was a half of a tenure. Yeah. Well, Shea made it two years. Did he? Yeah, he did. Even though he was like half the player that he was the second year, and we thought we all thought like, oh my god, this guy's gonna be amazing because he stayed. But then he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember that exact discourse was, well, he's going to have two years in the offense. He's going to have continuity. And then somehow took like six steps backwards. Well, no, it wasn't continuity because then Harbaugh decided to like change things up on him completely by bringing in Gaddis, whatever the hell Gaddis calls his, his offense. I believe oh, it was it was it was the vaunted, uh, quote, Speed in space offense. Speed in space. Yeah, speed in space. <laughs> Great in theory, there... but then terrible in execution. Yeah. So that's kind of like a, what is that Shay's like fourth <laughs> offensive coordinator since high school, which was pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. Ole Miss had a Ole Miss had a new offensive coordinator uh every year for like four years in a row. And one of those years they had two because they fired the interim guy and then hired a, <laughs> hired an interim interim. Um, yes. I just I want to be be on record here that it is an official position of the pod at current juncture that we are very very pro Ole Miss because uh... no no I would like to I would like to make a correction to that we are very very pro Ole Miss offense. I don't want to watch that defense at all, <laughs> but I will watch that offense until the cows come home, just because as has been previously mentioned, I believe that Lane Kiffin's sole goal in life at this point is to annoy Nick Saban. Well, that's <laughs> clear. That's, that's canon. That's, I, I don't yeah. think anybody just So I just want to see what kind of stupid shit he comes up with. Where he, like, I have to imagine that he just sits at home right now and be like, all right, so, so Nick hates the spread offense. So how do we do air raids? Can we get this? Can we put six receivers on the field? What if our tight end was a receiver? 
what if the quarterback was a receiver? <laughs> it's like 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 Lane Kiffin is accidentally going to come up with like the next big big jump in in tactics in in college football. Not because he's interested in it, because he's not. No. But he, he'll fall no, ass backwards into it. Yeah, I mean, I think the first half of it, the first half of his career makes it pretty clear. He doesn't give a shit about actually being like innovative or like going down as like a, a legend of college football. His goal is to just annoy specific people throughout the, throughout the time frame. And right now, he's just on Nick Saban. And and, and we we are pro Joey Freshwater. But anyways. So who is who is going to be the September Heisman this year? Last year it was Joe Milton. Two years ago it was Shea. Like who is it this time? Oh, it's it's JJ McCarthy. JJ McCarthy. Yeah, JD McCoy in real life. (laughs) I I I don't even know who that is. I do know who JD McCoy is. Uh, (laughs) We can talk about that. Uh, Just just so our our listeners understand. Angus is currently making his way through uh, Friday Night Lights. He hasn't gotten to the end yet, so I can't no. ruin his assessment of Vince Howard. But we'll get no. there. You know, I mean, you can. You tried like me. three times. You just keep telling him more information because he, you don't like. You didn't think to ask what season he was in before you just start dropping truth bombs. Well, I also like don't. I've like I have not been providing context for any of my questions. So like, <laughs> yeah, like he Asa should probably ask, but like. This is like 100% on me too. Well, it's I'll like finish an episode and be like, what the hell? Like, Coach Taylor, you're an idiot. And then Asa will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, because like he won't run the spread. And that doesn't, that storyline doesn't happen until like season four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, so wait, isn't, 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 uh, isn't there another quarterback? Wasn't there a quarterback at, uh, at the end of the last season who everybody was like, he's the man, but, uh, no. Who, t- who, who, who took over from Milton? Because Milton got hurt at some point. Oh, right? right. No, we're talking about Michigan football again, not Friday Night Lights. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. I, like, it's bad when I'm the guy who's trying to keep us on on message. <laughs> yeah, Tom's guy trying to keep everyone on message here. I really um, thought that, that was Angus's only job here because, because as we've seen before, <laughs> if, if Angus, if Angus, <laughs> Twigsy and I get into a conversation and then Angus leaves and, like, leaves us on. <laughs> unsupervised for a little while it somehow always goes into places where it, it, sh- it should not go um okay wait we're, so ta- we're talking about Cade right yeah we're on Cade was like the savior kind of of last season by the, savior I mean I think he won one more game than Milton did and hold Milton on, won on. like an entirely scripted no, game Cade came, in, Cade came in that one game where Milton was complete trash and looked. yeah I'm not even gonna say good he looked competent, and because Michigan yeah. football's quarterback situation has been such a desert for the last, like, eight years, the uh, oasis of well McNamara was like, oh, my God, this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, Sign him yeah up. he can read the defensive end. <laughs> like, that's, that, that's what Cade Mac- McNamara could do, and Joe Milton could not. So, um, so I, I need to mention here that I, I, I understand his name is Cade McNamara. I see that. Um, I don't know if you guys remember Cade McNown. He was on the Bears for like a year, um, and he sucked. And Wait, Paul- I'm sorry. Is is he different from Josh McCown? Yes. There's two separate. There's two separate sense of brothers here. <laughs> also, um, what happened to Dylan McCaffrey? Wasn't he here? Oh, you transferred. know what happened to Dylan McCaffrey. He transferred. Yeah, transferred. <laughs> I do know what happened to Dylan McCaffrey. <laughs> I just remember he was the one before the one yeah, before the like was the next savior. 
And then I think he saw like the tire fire that was happening in the COVID off season. And then he and his family was like, deuces, we want you to go pro. We don't want you to have your head decapitated. I don't know. Like during this season, that is hell. So yeah. No, well, I mean, he, wait, wait, wait. Have you guys looked up a picture of Dylan McCaffrey lately? Nope. No. Dude completely like has almost shoulder length hair and a full beard. He went completely like anti McCaffrey based on what his brothers and dad look like. Wait, isn't he playing for his his dad in like Colorado now? Yeah, Northern Colorado. I don't know if he plays. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. His dad plays or is on the coach on the staff. Is yeah. he projected to start? Uh, I mean, I would, yes. His dad is the head coach. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's an FCS team. I think he's got a shot. Huh. But, like, like the funniest part about that is that, like, dude left Ann Arbor, went to, I'm going to say Boulder. I understand Northern Colorado's not in Boulder, but it's Boulder. And, like, so many people who've gone to grad school from Michigan to Boulder, dude grew his hair out and started getting real, real into, I'm going to say, some sort of, like, fringe vegan theory. <laughs> I Wait, he transferred to, his dad is coaching at Northern Colorado? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, that that's quite a transfer. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I I don't know how you get to the NFL from northern northern Colorado, but that's that's just uh. I mean, I Trey Lance just went third overall from the same football division. I'm just yeah, saying. but that's no, you, you 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 can't include the, the 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 North Dakota situation. Like that's that's a different thing because yeah. the, the NFL looks at that as like. Oh, that those teams are better than Minnesota, which they are. Yeah, yeah, the Dakotas. Yeah. Um. So, so I, I think that like that's that's fine. So, so JJ McCarthy's what? He's a he's a freshman, true freshman. He's, Was he on the, the true freshman? But he's also, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's one of the top recruits in the country. Okay, maybe so, I think. So, uh, I'm looking uh, this up now. Yeah. <laughs> Because, I shouldn't say that without like <laughs> a peek behind the curtain. Also, <laughs> Northern Colorado is apparently in a place called Greeley, which for neither of us, I mean, none of us obviously knew this, but Boulder's apparently like 30 minutes northwest of Denver. I assumed it was like up in the mountains. <laughs> There's nothing else around to do except to smoke weed and chill out. And no, it is very much a like a suburban town. Yeah, Boulder, Boulder is just a suburb of Denver. Um, and so like, it's like, Oh yeah, we're we're a city school. We we got all the like whatever of Denver, but we we're our own thing. It's like um, you know what it's like? It's like Berkeley with San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of another good example like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. One. Um, and and I'm the first person to ever compare uh, Berkeley and Boulder. You know, those are very different cultural schools, right? It's it's the same. <laughs> it's, it's the same place. <laughs> Uh, I would guess <laughs> we've also had this conversation before. I would guess Berkeley's a little bit more liberal than Boulder, just because Boulder does have some of those uh, Colorado, like the Bobart side of Colorado coming in. <laughs> but right. I think the same underlying activities are the same. You just smoke weed and chill out. And it's like, like everybody really, really dislikes the government at both of these schools. Um, there's just some people in Boulder who dislike the government for a different reason. Yeah, <laughs> everybody agrees the government is bad. Nobody agrees for the reason why. Right. Like there, there are some people at Boulder who are like, yeah, man, we hate cops. And the other people in Boulder are like, great. It's like, why do you hate cops? Cause they don't do what we want. Okay, cool. What do you want? And then the conversation goes off the rails. And you're like, <laughs> all right, 
so I have <laughs> I have McCarthy's rankings pulled up. He's forty fourth national. He is second or first pro style, court depending on like where you look. Sorry, second according to twenty four seven, fourth according to rivals. So wait, so he's the forty four. He's the forty fourth quarterback prospect nationally. No, 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 forty fourth national overall. overall. Okay, I was gonna say there's <laughs> that means there's forty two spread off. Okay. Yeah, that would okay. that okay. would be bad. <laughs> Hi guys, don't care about JJ McCarthy anymore. Um, <laughs> the 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 quarterback recruit who, who's uh um committed to Georgia is named Brock Vandergriff, <laughs> which means he has three first names. Brock Van Griff. <laughs> Dude has he's three a, first he's a names. starter, right? That's, that's yeah, you can't, you can't, I mean, you can't not start him. I mean, he's also like a, a, the number one dual threat court, or number two, because number one or number two. Um, How do you chant his name in the stands? Brock. Van. Brock. Van. Brock. 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 Yeah. That's a good, that's a good chant. I, I mean, nobody is going to be chanting this dude's name when he loses to Alabama again. Yeah, it's probably Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Georgia quarterback, he, there's not much chanting going on. It's mostly grumbling at this point. Yeah, yeah and like, seriously. you assume either he's going to be very successful there or or he's either going to start there or be very, very successful somewhere else because that's how Georgia quarterbacks work. I was going to say, the last, like, super successful Georgia quarterback that played at Georgia was Matthew Aaron Stafford. Murray. No, Aaron, Aaron Murray was uh, yeah. pretty beloved. Yeah, he was pretty while. good. Stafford was better, but Aaron Murray was beloved. And then ever since then, anybody who's been very good that played for Georgia actually went on to play for somebody else. Uh, Ohio State, usually. Well, yeah, no, but that's <laughs> a very large, that's a very large uh, singular example, correct? I can't um, think of another Georgia quarterback because they all leave. I mean, Jake Fromm, uh, was he a Georgia quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah, he's a okay. racist backup in B- Buffalo. Uh, right. To be clear, right. he was a racist when he was at Georgia. Oh, <laughs> like, well, yeah, he was at Georgia. <laughs> um, let's see. Other, other notable uh, Georgia quarterbacks in the, in the recent past. Stetson um, Bennett the fourth. Yeah, that was one of them. Uh, actually, yeah. you know what? Um, you guys tell me which of these names I'm making up, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm going right. to give you a, a list of quarterbacks since Matthew Stafford. Um, I'm not going to include Aaron Murray and, and Jake Fromm because we already talked about them. But I'm okay. going to give you some names, and you say real Georgia quarterback, fake Georgia quarterback, okay? Yeah, All right. Me. All right. Hudson Mason. That's fake. Yeah, Definitely. you made that up. Okay. Uh, Lambert, <laughs> Lambert Grayson. Real. Uh, real. What, what do we got, I guess? He said real. Okay, okay. All right. Um, Wait, was that right? It was real. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you at the end. Okay. Um, okay. Juwan Mathis. That was I feel real. like that's real. Okay. Uh, J T Daniels. Also real. Man, okay. I'm gonna go fake. That sounds like a, no, a made-up tra- football name. He transferred name. from U- he transferred from USC. That's oh. I know a little bit too much about him. Damn okay. <laughs> uh, and last one, Fatin Bauta. That's way too specific. Real. <laughs> Okay, all of those were real. All of those were Georgia quarterbacks. <laughs> um, every single one of them. And, and that's how this worked. But get excited because uh, Brock Vandegrift 
is is incoming. Is it? But JT Daniels is still there, isn't he? I thought that yeah. he, JT, I think, transferred from USC, so he sat out a year, saw what was happening during COVID and said, nah, and opted out. Yep. He got hurt. He was the one that got hurt and came back like halfway through the year. Correct. And, and, and uh, Jamie, uh, I think Jamie Newman was supposed to play there, but I, I think he, he ended up, um, I think he ended up sitting out COVID year. Uh, and so he, he, yeah, he opted out. He, he was the, the Wake Forest one. I think he's currently an Eagle. Um, so Jamie Newman didn't play for Georgia because Newman is clearly a last name. And, uh, <laughs> Newman. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so anyways, uh, the, uh, so, okay. So, so I guess in terms of Michigan football and JJ McCarthy, um, yeah. who's a, who's an IMG kid, um, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know, take that for what you want, but I mean, are you excited to, to, to cheer for a, a soap opera villain? Cause I'm looking at this dude and this dude is somebody who in, in Friday night lights would be the bad guy. Oh, he definitely would be the bad guy. I like, I don't know much about him, but I just assume to be a quarterback his entire life. And his parents are probably rich. <laughs> uh, uh, our, our resident uh, Chicago correspondent is Lagrange Park a rich area? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, then yeah, he definitely moved down to Florida, Brad Denton, Florida, to become a quarterback, and his parents probably bought a very expensive house down there. So yeah, he's probably the Friday Night Lights villain. <laughs> so... I mean, yeah, he looks like the villain in eighty ski movies. Or if you want to be even more specific, basically James Spader with shorter hair. Uh, are we certain that this that this kid was not the bad guy in Hot Tub Time Machine? <laughs> yes, just because I feel like he would have been eight when that movie came out. I mean, he could be the Great White Buffalo. No, he could be. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, Rivals Rivals has a very very young picture of him. I uh, I like he just has like a very punchable face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I shouldn't be saying get... that about high school kids. I really shouldn't. That's that's bad. We should edit that out. <laughs> no, he's in college now. <laughs> I want to guess the medium family income for Lagrange, Illinois. I'll give uh, you within five grand. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, this is family. What? Family or or individual? Family. Uh, one thirty. Uh, basically right in the middle. Ninety six grand. Okay. That, that's the median. That's fine. That's okay. Um, all, right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so <laughs> I think the takeaway from 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 this discussion, uh, JJ McCarthy, punchable face. <laughs> Is he eighteen yet? Before we put this on, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's eighteen. He's okay, fine. Yeah, punchable face. He's 18 and he's enrolled at the University of Michigan, so we don't have to feel weird about um, bullying a high school kid. We're bullying a college kid, a college freshman. Yeah, that's right. fine. <laughs> wait, wait, who's the like? How many Michigan quarterbacks can you name in the last, let's just say, 20 years who don't have either punchable faces or or are like clearly the villain in 1980s ski movies? It's movie. Denard Robinson, and we can move on. And Devin Gardner. Those are my and Devin Gardner. Gardner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aside from that, I'm, I'm I'm trying to think about it. So you got Wilton Spate, who looks like a villain. 
uh, John O'Corn, who I'm counting because it's funny. Um, uh, I don't know if Jake Rudock punchable face. I can't picture Jake Rudock because in my mind, I think of Jake Rudock is, is like the same category as Jim Sorgi of just like, yeah, he's like a six foot four white dude who's slow. Like, okay. Jake Great. Rudock yeah. and John O'Corn are the exact same person. You cannot convince me otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah except I, one like knew how to throw the football and the other one like had a noodle arm. <laughs> uh, are, are, are we are we blaming Purdue's vaunted defense for that as well? <laughs> Wait, no, I think that one's Iowa's offense's fault. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, all right, well, uh, thanks for being here, Angus. We got a lot of in-depth discussion going, and uh, yeah, we're, seriously, we're a lot of, of very in-depth into Michigan football. That's yeah, that's really, really focus on his expertise. <laughs> uh, so, so we'll we'll have you back on next time to talk about. Uh, I assume the running back who will inevitably transfer from Michigan, whoever that may be. Is that correct? Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Angus. All right. See you. Thanks, guys. Bye. A special thank you to our guests, uh, Greg and Angus, for being on today. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners uh, for sticking with us. Um, you can find us uh, wherever podcasts are sold, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So if you could give us a like and subscribe. Uh, five stars, all that fun stuff. We'd really appreciate it. You can find us on Twitter at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Uh, feel free to reach out, uh, comment on what we say or like or send us a direct message telling us how terrible we are and all that other fun stuff. Um, we'll probably have an Instagram at some point. We don't right now, but we will eventually. So thanks so much and uh, we will see you next time. Thanks everybody. Podcast Network.